You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Diablo's Digest. I'm your host, Jay Reason, and this is going to be a quick uh, little intro before this episode. Um... I'm going to be the first to admit here that I've been slacking. I know that I had promised a uh, Best of Diablo's Den uh, follow-up part two and three, and I'm still working on those. We are going to get that done, I promise. Um, It's just been very uh, crazy here at the end of the year, as you guys can imagine, between the shop, the label, uh, wrapping up a bunch of stuff for clients, the whole nine yards. Uh, Ezak's also been super busy. We've been touching base. Uh, I'm going to start this episode off with uh, making sure to shout out their new project, Smoke AD. Um, those for who don't know, that's the new group featuring uh, Isaac, a.k.a. Danny Diablo, on uh, vocals with our guy, Hoya. Shout out to uh, Smoke and Word podcast. Uh, also, uh, Sean Martin from Hatebreed and Dimmy on drums. And Zeus, who absolutely killed it on the production end. That's available everywhere you stream your music, so Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon. Uh, make sure you guys are supporting that, sharing it, spreading the word. Like I said, smir- search for Smoke AXD and the name of the song is Smoke All Day. Uh, yeah, we have a ton of stuff planned. There's going to be an EP dropping in the spring of uh, 24. Yeah, lots of cool stuff there. Um, me and Isaac will be a new episode for you guys in the new year. Uh, so in a few weeks, he's headed up here and we're going to try to do some stuff in person. We've just both been super busy. I know I had originally promised, uh, with full intention of doing a a weekly thing, um, you know, and just kind of fuck, it gets really busy. So I wanted shout out to all the podcasts that do weekly, uh, episodes. I admire you. I'm jealous of you. And I'm going to definitely try to get back on track with the weekly episodes for next year. So let's kick in. So uh, for those who aren't following or maybe who've missed the past couple episodes, uh, I have been developing a reality show called Record Stories. Uh, It starts off based in our shop, but the uh, intent is to kind of go all over the U.S. and showcase, you know, some of these amazing shops that exist and all the people around. Uh, We've been getting some great press, and one of those was this awesome interview that I got to do here in Connecticut with a really cool new radio station. Growing up, Pam Laundrie and Brian Smith were voices I always heard on my radio, so getting to spend some time with them was a trip. We talk a lot about the shop, the label, um, but we talk a lot about record stories uh, for the first time. Uh, And I wanted to share that with you guys. Uh, It was just a cool way to be able to do a short digest episode before the end of the year. Again, uh, I'm really hoping to get back on track with this. And uh, I know that Isaac and I have talked about just trying to do more and more. Shout out to Donnie for doing his uh, Ruckus podcast episodes and keeping those going. It definitely fills in the gaps where we can. But yeah, thank you everyone so much for continuing to support us after five years, I know that there are a ton of other podcasts who've been doing this. 
uh, as long as that, and they have hundreds of episodes. You know, you'll always hear me say that I compare our show very much to like a band or playing a show, a real life show. Um, and I really enjoy it. I feel so grateful to be working with my friends and doing cool stuff. But before I get into the audio from our radio interview, I just want to give a couple of shout outs. So definitely, if you guys, uh, especially Connecticut folks, please uh, give Wow Radio a follow. Um, I'm going to have links in the description for all of their stuff. But super cool uh, that they are supporting what we got going on here. Um, you know, again, these guys don't have to do it. So when they do, it's uh, really appreciated. It helps us out tremendously. I really can't wait for everyone to see uh, what's going on with the reality show. I wish we could like uh, show more clips and stuff, but this is definitely a journey. Uh, it's going to take a little while, but I think before we're showing some stuff, but yeah, feedback has been tremendous. So keep up with Instagram for that. It's at record stories TV. So that's the best place to keep up. I hope everybody has a good uh, holiday. I know this time of year can be a challenge, but I'm rooting for you. Um, we will see you in January, hopefully. Me, like I said, me and Ezek have a ton of stuff planned. Uh, good, some good episodes, some great guests, uh, more D digest, more ruckus podcast, the whole nine yards. All right, so enjoy this uh, interview from Wow Radio, and I will see you guys soon. Take yes, care. Jay Reason is here. Jay, Jay runs a business called Static Era records excited to be here in milford connecticut yep, in milford and uh we just found out that well, Jay... what's, what's the address we might as well get specific okay it's 43 river street it's in milford connecticut downtown it's actually right across the street from the train station is yes. a pretty good yeah uh, post, post office post office very it uh, looks like a leave it to beaver movie yep. hallmark yep. i always say near the corner restaurant yeah. one of our favorites yep uh, yeah. yeah, great little location. Shout out to the the landlord buddy over there. Um, yeah, come through 43 River Street. It's like the I, customers always say they feel like it's the record stores they remember walking I into. I was just going to say that. You know, growing up, a lot of people of a certain age remember going to places like Merle's. Yep, shout out uh, to Merle's. Uh, strawberries, yep. uh, Cutler's right here. You know, uh, well, not right here. I'm not in New Haven, but now my, mm -hmm. my, my, my mind was for a minute there. My, my brain was there. Yeah, to Phil Cutler, yep. Yep. the whole family. He's the man. Yeah, Phil's there, wonderful. I, yep. I think one of the things that people don't appreciate, and Bob, I think you understand this too, Bob, you, Pam's husband, Bob, is here. He sold a, a lot of records recently, was to flip through records. He wanted to, to divorce me, but to, I wouldn't to, let him. To, who was responsible for selling Bob's records? Well, we both I had see. vinyl, and we were thinking about moving. This was pre-pandemic, and uh -huh. I kind of said, we're not going to lug those boxes of vinyl with us, are we? Bob said, I guess not. So, well. I don't remember saying that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Jay, Jay sells records these days. And we buy a lot of records, and, and we will, uh, we can come and pick them up, so you won't have to lug them around really? like Pam did. Yes, we All do right. house calls. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about that a little bit, as we mentioned, uh, the other reason I'm here to talk about, but. Yeah. But, but kids, there's, there's no experience Kids, like vinyl. Kids are listening. Well, vinyl is making a comeback. Yeah, but, it has but, been over the past few years. But going into a record store, finding the uh, alphabetical right. cards that say, you know, ABC, finding your favorite artist and finding like albums you didn't know they made, mm -hmm. looking at the artwork on the album cover itself. The artwork, the notes. Flipping through. Yep. Do, do, Jay, do you keep everything in alphabetical order? Now we there? try our best. Yeah. Um, I, w I was going to say, too, you just mentioned the, the younger audience. I it, You'd be surprised how much of a younger audience comes into our store right okay, when i opened yeah, the yeah. the uh, store i kind of assumed it'd be people like my age and probably up i didn't really 
imagined, you know, sub 21 year old kids coming into the shop. But, you know, I, I'd be lying if I said that it wasn't a huge demographic. And I got to credit artists like Taylor Swift and Olivia Rodrigo who have encouraged their fans to go and support local indie record stores by doing exclusive releases, right? right. Like some of these artists are so huge, they don't have to do that stuff. But nope. it's cool when they do. And it's bringing in a whole new generation. Um, and, you know, when they're there, they're checking out other artists like Joni Mitchell. They're discovering a lot of stuff. So we mm -hmm. always try to keep our prices, as you know, Brian, very affordable. Sure. Do you, so do that you, a kid can grab something, yeah. you know, and discover something do new. Do you suggest when they when they look at something, do you say, here's an artist that's like that artist that you're looking at? You know, we try to read the customer. I mean, we're obviously, we always greet everybody as they come in. Yeah. And we, we try to... We try to give suggestions if you're open to it, but again, we don't want anyone to feel like they're being judged or like, you know, some people are, they want to get what they want to get and they bring it to the counter, but then other people are going to ask you for recommendations. And yeah, we're always trying to either turn somebody on to something new or maybe something local that is like sure. what they're listening to that we could, you know, mm -hmm. this way they can support a local artist and maybe go to a show. Um, yeah, so, so we do try to turn on. You're carrying new and used vinyl. Yeah, I would both. say we're about 50-50. We have a really great used selection, and then we do carry a ton of new stuff. Um, it is a little more, like, particular. Like, we don't carry a lot of, like, um, eccentric new releases, but very popular releases and, you know, jazz, hip-hop, that kind of stuff we do if carry. If there's something, I come in and I want something. Special uh, order for you and have it in, like, two days. Yeah, I was going to yeah, you, uh, so you'll order things yeah, if, and that, if that's it's not in the shop. One of Oh, go ahead, Brian. I, I, I was going to say, what would you say is the most popular new artist right now on oh, vinyl? Oh, by, by far, Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. Taylor, she put okay. something out. All it's right. like insane. Like, we just got, this week alone, we got a bunch of uh, imports, hard-to-find imports from her, and they were gone within the hour that <laughs> no, I posted. Um, I always say that we could run a store on probably yeah, just Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift records. Yeah. Um, so, again, shout-out to her for making a, a ton of vinyl available for, for places like us. You could have, like, the Swifty Corner or the Swifty Aisle. Well, you know, you know I, I don't, I'll have to send it to you guys, and it's on our Instagram if anybody wants to look, but last year for Record Store Day, she did a limited release. We got about 30 copies. The line was almost to the like is that corner what that restaurant line is yeah. That I saw? yeah so it was crazy it was about i'm probably underestimating but it's about 200 people somebody had told me which mm -hmm. I, that's just insane i saw, I saw, I, I saw the pictures of that line yeah. a lot a lot of artists are releasing their stuff on vinyl now yeah um and it wasn't a thing a few years ago and it has become a thing again and record store day is becoming bigger and bigger huge and a lot of bands and artists release huge limited edition stuff or just stuff that isn't limited edition but on vinyl on record store now, jay reason is with us we run static era records yep. in milford yep. yep we're also a record label too yep. as you guys oh, know oh, that's yeah that's true what would you say if you you know you see these kids coming in buying vinyl what's the reason they're buying vinyl do they you know the, the belief was that vinyl sounds uh, sounds better than an mp3 or, or i think a, kids a wave file I think kids these days actually like feeling something tangible, okay, like that, having something, you know, especially if like, think about it like this, if you've grown up in an era where you never owned or could touch any of your media, right? Like I had VHS, we had tapes, we had all this stuff. Mm -hmm. There's kids who only know streaming and sure. you exactly. know, streaming their music and stuff. And listen, yeah. I, I do that. I stream all my stuff too. But when you can go and grab something and hold it and look at the art and read the lyrics and... It feels like it's yours. You can that's, play it over and over, you that's know? That's how I feel about books, too. Exactly. Like I, you know, it's great to read on a Kindle, but there's nothing like having a book. Right. A hard book in, you know, a real book. So, in yeah, and, and this actually gives more credence to our artists, people who can create an interesting album cover. Like, I would think if, if Taylor Swift released something that had an album cover you couldn't find anywhere else, pictures, maybe something to read about her, 
Everybody would buy that just to find out what it was that Taylor Swift was putting on her oh, album yeah, she's, cover. You know, I, I always say it's like Kiss. Like I, so yep. to me, Kiss was like the, like, you put out 20 covers, you go get that, you know, you go, she's, she's Uncle Gene, you know, she's Gene Simmons. <laughs> yeah. Or like that, you that, know, in a lot of ways, like... You know, she puts out five album covers, and there's a, a group of girls. Yeah, yeah, there's a group of girls buying five of the same record, sure. waiting in line. It's it's pretty amazing that somebody could do that when Gotta you think have about them it. All. Yeah. Yep. It's like, that's so a great idea, man. I'm writing this down. You, you've been involved in music since you were a teenager. Yeah. Um, used to play at the Tune-In, if you guys remember that, yes, in New Haven. Yes. So my first show is kind of, you know, that's where I got my feet wet. It was really exciting. So did you play as a solo act, or did you, were you um Always played in a band. In a band. Shout out to my brother, John, for, uh, you know, kind of guiding me on that path. He played in bands, and I, starry-eyed kid, would watch him play and was like, man, I think I could do this. And he introduced me to my first uh, couple band members. And yeah, since then, it was just like that bug. It's never left. I mean, till this day, I still... I was saying to Brian, I mean, in my head, I still think I'm like 19 years old and can go play a show tomorrow, yes. that's, that's, you know? That's excellent. What was the name of the band? Uh, so I had a couple bands, but the most uh, people would know me for is Voice of Reason and a band called The Distance. The Distance had a yeah, yeah, moderate yep. success on yep. WCCC. Shout out to my boy, Stephen Wayne, mm -hmm. uh, who used to, to really support us. And yeah, we had such a great time. We, we did Europe a couple times. We did the U.S. a bunch. Yeah, it was just such an amazing experience and just solidified my love of music and again physical product making a, making something you know making yeah. a cd making a shirt making anything and going out and seeing people buy this item that you created i mean there's nothing like that now your your store static era records mm -hmm. it's, it's a it's brick building yeah it's, it's a storefront next to a barber shop is that yeah is it there and a tailor and shop a tailor. And, and a drink a, a natural drink yeah, shop Spr you know? sprout sprout yeah michelle's um, the best yep uh, and then there's the, the train overpass. Yep. But uh, now you have room on Where front. the trucks always... The trucks always right. Yeah. right. I'm At sure, least, Jay, you've what, seen a couple a of month, trucks. Uh, that. Yeah. yeah, that's been a little bit of a pain point right now, but yep. we should we, we, we want to tell everybody that there is plenty of parking around the area and there's parking in the back. We're, we're talking about the, the, tra the trailer trucks that are 12 oh. foot two <laughs> yeah. in the underpass. Oh, we see those, that's, the trains yeah, that like get stuck, yeah. Once a month, yep. somebody runs Missed into the overpass. By, missed it by that much? I thought yeah. you were talking about the tractors and bulldozers no. Oh, no, directly no, no. across the street. No, I apologize. You recently had a historic old building. Yeah. Uh, torn down. Yep. They'll be rebuilding on that lot right across the street. Yeah, so, so it's have away, plenty of parking. Taking away some of the parking. They can park in the train station, yep. but it's a little farther of a And walk. there's parking in the back, so, so just everybody knows. Because you're a musician, have you put bands out in front of your place? You know, we've had uh, two shows so far. We have another one coming up on January 6th. Yeah, on the uh, sidewalk? Uh, actually, inside, so right oh, in the window. Okay, yep. It's really cool. The sound in there is pretty good. Um, so we've been doing, like, acoustic shows. Uh, our next one is January 6th with Cinema Stare, who's on our label. We're doing like a pre-show uh, acoustic pop-up thing in the store. So we're really excited. Um, again, when I opened the store, it was for a lot of things like that, was just to have an outlet like, you know, hey, someone's on tour. They need a place to play. Okay, I could do this. That's again, important. putting myself in the position when I was a band, uh, you know, with a band, how I'd want to be treated and, and having that space and having it available for people is, makes me feel really good. Are you playing it all anymore? Uh, we did play a couple times this uh, this year and last year, and we might play again next year. We'll see. Well, you it's a lot of work. Play. If, if Wow can handle it, we will definitely we do can, it. Brian, <laughs> we, I think we can handle it quite well. We will have to make that work. Yes, I think we do. Okay. Put that on your to do I, list I for twenty twenty four. 
The mistake you guys made is inviting me because now I always want to come back. <laughs> so that's mistake. the whole thing. Well, let me take a break, play some uh, play some music here. Okay. We'll come back, talk more to Jay Reason, the owner of Static Era Records, a vinyl record, 90% vinyl, 10% CDs and yeah. other stuff. And then we have like some cool concert merch, yep. shirts, uh, record cleaner. It's it's like I said, man, it's, I, I hate talking about it because I really want people to just come in and experience it because it really is just such a special place you so. have a website you're on social We're media on social you're media. on uh, instagram you're on facebook yep. what, is, what is the uh, name it's at static era records all around um yeah Static Era Records. And what we're going to talk about when we come back is, the very exciting is really cool. He is working on a reality TV show. Get the f called Record Stories. Great yes. name, by the way. Get, get out of here. And, yep. and Pam was one of the first people to see the sizzle reel, actually. I shared yeah. it with her. She was one of the first. Really? Yep. Get the f I'll let you see it for $20. Oh, wow, man. <laughs> I'm really excited right. to talk about it. Yeah. Pam's, Pam's going to charge admission to see it now. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jay Reason is with us. Jay sells a, uh, is, well, he owns Static Era Records. Yes, he does, in Milford. It's a vinyl record shop, mostly. Yeah, record, we always say we're a record label with a shop because uh, I think it's always important that we highlight the artist side of what we do because it's that's such a big part, too, um, and, what, and why we created what we're doing. So, yeah, record label with a store, retail Jay, store. I'm learning a lot just by having Jay here. Isn't because, that great? I mean, I live in Milford. Does I've that mean I get by... to come back again? Uh, don't push a little. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Door's always open. <laughs> but, we we, we got to fix it. It's, it's all fascinating because I remember when you opened, it was a couple years ago. Yeah, it was right in the middle of the pandemic, like the height. Like literally the, all my friends, <laughs> shout out to my friends. <laughs> everybody said, you are crazy. Yeah. But I've heard that my whole life. And I've Can't never listened. Listen, Can't I've never listened to anybody no. tell me that. So yeah. we did it, and I'm really excited that we've been here. You know, three plus years. Mm -hmm. We just resigned the lease again. Shout out to our awesome Yay. landlord. Um, so we'll, we plan on sticking around. We would love to be around for the community as, as long as possible. Good. I think it's a great addition to let, downtown. Let, let I appreciate ask, you saying that. Let family. me ask you this, Jay. Yes. Do you sell record players? Do you sell turntables? We're gonna. Yeah. So Are right you? Okay. here's the problem, and I'm gonna be really honest with you guys. We just, if we're going to bring something in, it's got to be quality and something that I just said this to Pam and, and to you before we started was like, I live in this town. I got to look at you. So if I sell you something, it's got to be something I would play my records on too. Sure. Okay. And unfortunately, we just have not gotten that great of a contact for that. That's an affordable, great player. Mm -hmm. uh, we're working on that and we should hopefully by next year, we're working with a couple of dealers to have, again, something affordable for our customers. We don't want to bring in something that's like three, 400 bucks. Yeah. We want our customers to you feel. You got to make it. Uh, yeah, we're not. You'll always hear me say we're not a museum. Everything's got to go. So oh yeah, okay. Not, <laughs> yeah, you could. You got to make a private label yeah. record record player turntable. Right. Static era. That would be amazing. You have a long list of artists on your. Yeah, label. we're super blessed to work with a lot of really great artists. A lot of them too come from friendships uh, that I had playing in bands and getting to know them. And, and a lot of them will be bands that um, I would say are like side projects of more successful, they're more successful bands. So if you look at something like Sights and Sounds, which was our first release ever, that's Andrew from Comeback Kids uh, Band. Then, you know, we have stuff like Cruel Hand, which is Chris Linkovich from Terror. Um, so we've just been really blessed um, to work with a lot of like-minded people, a lot of people who understand what we're trying to do and achieve, whether it's with the store or the record label side. So yeah, we're just really lucky. Um, even currently, we work with a band called Slighted that we just put out. That's uh, Zach from Man Overboard's band. They're, they're playing Connecticut Friday night at The Space. 
So yeah, we're just, you know, we want to be able to facilitate for whether it's the retail side, you're coming to the shop or the band side, we want to help you, whatever when, it is. Is when, there when a certain kind of music that these bands, just, are they all like, you know, metal or they... I always say it has guitars, okay. stuff with guitar guitars, bass, right? Yeah. But like yeah. you look at something like Cinema Stare, who, um, you know, they just ended up on a bunch of lists for the end of the year as like a top pop punk you know, uh, debuts. So, and I would say like, you know, that's basically like if Kelly Clarkson was singing for like Newfound Glory is how I <laughs> put that band. But then, yeah, you'll got something like Slided that came out a couple months later. That's like, it would probably make my mom scream and rush out the door. But again, we look for working with the individual. So there's a lot of times where I might not necessarily like the particular style, but I'll like the person or I'll like what they're trying to do, or I can see something potential there a lot of times i see myself in, yeah. in it you know yeah, from yeah. playing in a band and i'll say man you know the label didn't do that for me i'm doing it for them whether it's right or wrong i just i want them to be able to be like yo you know what i tried very nice, uh, very nice. so a lot of that's Brian, just that i like him yeah jay when you wake up in the morning <laughs> yeah we, we like you jay um are you, do you do you think of yourself as having a record store with a label or a label with a record store? Which one do you? Which I, one? I would say always a record first? label. Always first. a record label. Yeah, okay. only because that's my true passion. Like the store truly came out of that. Like the you know the really in a nutshell version was album number two was a band called Husbandry who delivered what I thought at the time was one of the best records. It's literally Fugazi meets Aaliyah. It's amazing. It's a great name, too. Yeah, they're great. Um, they're playing over here in Connecticut soon. But the day that the, we got the vinyl for that, the pandemic hit, and all shows were canceled, and everything <sighs> was canceled, and mm -hmm. everything was shut down, I had just started my label. I just sunk a ton of money into these uh, releases, and it was like, what was I going to do? That's really was was the, the thing, because starting a, a new label with bands, dependent on bands going on the road, and them not being able to go on the road and not being able to play shows and not exposing themselves to new people, it pretty much crippled me. So it was like, what can we do? And, and no one had any idea how long this was going to last no, either. And, and again, I was really panicked because I just had just started Static Air not even like a year, mm. you know? So we were just getting it off the ground. And then all of a sudden I walked by, um, it was a, a children's clothing store and one day it was just gone and there was a big sign that said for rent. And I remember telling, everybody i was like record store clubhouse for sure, us sure and everyone's like dude you are cr like what are you smoking give me that because it's just <laughs> that's the craziest thing for anybody you know, in the area area that was duck duck goose Duck, duck goose. shout out to great, duck, duck it was goose. a great kids, yeah. kids store i remember that yep so the bands that are on your record label mm -hmm. these are local bands oh uh, we no, we have bands from all over the united all states, the united states yeah, but so they, they play around here all of our bands do tour nationally you know again um it's i i kind of when I started Static Era, modeled the label after a few independent labels that I really admire. Um, and, and one of the criterias is like, you have to be at least touring somewhat because if I'm putting in like, you know, 10 to 20,000 into your record, like you're not making that back just playing, right. uh, you know, and, and yeah. in the yeah. Connecticut. And are you pressing vinyl yeah, with these so, bands on them? Do you, do, yeah. you, do you sell that at the shows? Is yeah, so we actually the seller or some of the places around uh, the New Haven, we, we uh, have national, Connecticut area? So we have national distribution. So our, our digital side is ha handled by Monarch, which used to be E1. And for anyone who's in the music industry, you'll know that right away. And then the physical is handled by Alliance. So they pretty much handle Amazon, uh, Barnes & Nobles, Walmart. So you can get our titles everywhere. And then record stores 
are able to order from all of the one stops through this. So again, when we're looking for somebody, one of the criteria is like, is this something you want to do? Some bands don't want their stuff sold on Amazon. Sure. Some, you know, and, and that's cool too. We'll mm -hmm. work with you. But sure. my goal is really like, can I help you get to this next level? How are we both succeeding? The other cool thing I, I really pride myself on on the label side is like, we don't try to own the masters. Um, being in a band where someone, had, you know, you sign away these big long deals, it's it's hard, you know? So we always, even if I'm paying for the recordings, we come up with a term. And even if I don't make my money back, I'm like, you get the record back because you sh it's yours. It should be yours. And you're using different wow, recording studios nice. around the country. Yeah. Then. So, well, we mo we do a lot, uh, but I got to shout out my man Zeus over here in uh, in, in Western Mass. Uh, he did all the, the Hatebreed stuff and Rob Zombie stuff, and he, and he takes care of us. Um, so, yeah, we work a lot with him. We also work with a lot with John Markson in New Jersey who did uh, the Drug Church album and Drain and some other really cool bands. Um, again, a lot of times, too, though, some, some bands will, will come to me and they'll want to use a particular person. And again, I, I kind of remember being myself in a band, being like, I want to use this guy. I don't yeah, want to use yeah, your yeah. dude. Yep. So I, I go for it. Because you, at the end of the day, you know better than I do for your band. You know your vision than, I, than I'm going to be able to tell you. But Just what I can that. do is help you get this done properly, get your record available, get you on shows. The process. The yeah. process. Yep. You say one of those bands was Drug Church? Yeah. What a coincidence. <laughs> that was my nickname in the hood. Which, if you've never listened to them, amazing that, that, band. That was my nickname yeah. in the hood. And I got the tattoo here. No, 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 I don't have the Drug Church tattoo. Wow, where are they from? They are from, uh, well, I, I think they would say New York, um, right. but they're all kind of scattered. But what an yeah. amazing band they, they are. They new coming out from drug, actually, drug Church? They have an, a new record, I think, coming out next year. Uh, but yeah, their producer, John Markson, does a lot of stuff for us. Um, he's done about three or four different records for us. What kind of music do they, does Drug Church uh, you do? Would like, I, you would I, actually... Easy you, listening, probably. <laughs> you would love them. I would I would relate it to maybe, maybe like the Pixies would be like the closest kind okay. of thing. Very right. cool, like very cool. If you guys should definitely check them out. That's a great thing. How did you, how did you get... To learn all this about the music business and, and avoid, running a record avoid, label. Avoid working a real job your entire <laughs> life. Yes. You know, Start your career at 30 years old. Brian yeah. and I can relate to <laughs> yeah. not working a real job. Yeah, yeah that's great. Yeah, with all the distributors, I mean that's 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 yeah, a, I mean, just that's a lot of networking and a lot of a lot of weaving together of a lot of different people. Yep. That's tough. Well, and I say that because it's the music business, it's a creative business. It's hard to work with those people. Well, and I always tell people, especially bands that come in, because a lot of people come into the shop and they know I've done some stuff, so they'll come in and, and I always just say, I'm like, yo, pay attention, pay attention to the engineer, pay attention to everybody because you don't know where that guy's gonna end up that guy might end up producing mm -hmm. some crazy record sure, you know or, or sure. again one of the things that i always did when we were in the studio we were so blessed to work with some of the most amazing producers and songwriters and i would just watch and because i was like all right there's got to be a i know that part of this is talent and gift and stuff but there's obviously like a, a a process to this right and so much of it was just watching and observing people. So I always tell young bands, I'm like, dude, I'm like, don't mess around too much. Yep. Especially on tour and stuff. I'm like, know the booking agent, know the guy, because when you're done with this and you want to get a job or uh, be in doing this, yep, yep. guess who you can call? That booking agent. Right. He's going to say, hey, that guy, that guy advanced his shows every time. You know, it's a really good And insight. don't go in thinking you know everything. Never go in. Yeah, the important thing is that really. guy wasn't yeah. a jerk when right. he came through. Exactly. You know, that's the important thing. So we, we have Jay Reason here, who's with Static Era Records uh, in Milford, 102 on WOW Radio. And one of the things that I'm, I'm super excited about is this reality show that you're yeah. working on. Um, and that's why we dragged you up here, or at least I did, because uh, I want to know this. And, and it, it just fascinates me. 
Um, you are putting together a reality a reality show focused on the culture surrounding the vinyl community. Yeah, a fancy way of saying it. Um, you filmed the first episode yes. already, which we filmed was the pilot. Okay, so that happened this spring on Record Store Day. Mm -hmm. It went through from about April to about August. We wrapped up. No kidding. Was that filmed at your store? It was, it was filmed at our store, months, yeah. Though, what, right? what, is, um, what is the thumbnail sketch of the reality show? So I would say the first episode kind of really paints a picture of what a real, a real show would look like. So um, let me phrase this first as painting the picture that it's like Antiques Roadshows meets Pawn Stars, but about okay. records with a little bit of like Guy Fieri. Uh, diner drives <laughs> and dives thrown in there, right? So, in using episode one as the guide, like there would be a record sh store in this case, uh, Static Era, where we would showcase that. Um, and then the other part of the episode would be highlighting a uh, process. So, in this time, we went to Vermont, uh, shout out to Burlington Record Pressing Plant. They invited us up there, or we enforced our way up there uh, <laughs> and got them to give us a tour. And that kind of paints the picture. So, again, like if we were to go to like Tennessee, we'd go to a record store there and then maybe go Graceland because I'm a big Elvis guy, right? Or like That's California, yeah. you know, and get another pressing plan or a mastering plan or talk to some of these, the women in vinyl or some of these really interesting people who really make this community happen and mm -hmm. make sure these programs are available for our stores. So it's a way to highlight these great independent stores and these great people who are doing it, but also the people behind the scenes who make sure you get your posters and stuff like that. Yeah, so no. you're tying it all together. It's yeah. not just... It's not just the record store, but it's the studios and it's, it's the every, it's just yeah, every, everything, every part of yeah. Yeah. So uh, you were, you mentioned antique antique road show. Yeah. Um, will there be an element of people bringing in so their there albums is, yeah. and, and shout asking out how much to, they're worth? Yeah. Shout out to our employees Doug uh, Giggins and Austin Joy who uh, we filmed a whole segment of that. Uh -huh. Um, we showcased some really great things. We showcased a Beatles Black album, which is a really rare, hard-to-find record that we found for a customer. This amazing MoFi Rolling Stones box set um, and this really wild, like, Led Zeppelin CD set. Like, both really... I mean, all three pieces just super interesting. So what we were going for with the pilot... Um, again, all my friends were like, you should use list any crazy band you'd want. Mm -hmm. But we were trying to go for something that if you were an executive sitting somewhere and you might not know the vinyl culture, but you know Rolling Stones, you know Beatles, Beatles, Blackout, Ma, what's that? It's interesting. Yep. Um, so a lot of this was the process of that. You know, I've done a podcast for a couple of years. I played in bands. And this was just, it honestly was like not anything in my head of like, yeah, I get to go do a reality show or anything like that. But I met the director, Paul. We were meeting for a, another client. And we just got along, and I just, on a whim, just said to him, I was like, yo, you know, Antique Roadshow, Pawn Stars, records, but it's records. And you know, you like, know you've, I love you, that. you've just done Jay Reason, who owns Static Era Records, uh, record store and a record label. You know you've just done to me? And Pam, we talked about this. I asked, what is a reality show? Not just yours, yeah. but what is a reality show? Had no idea what you're going to do. And within 15 minutes, you've changed me from wondering <laughs> to wanting to see it. Thank you. The Real Housewives of Static Era <laughs> Viv already said she wouldn't be involved, but I would love to have her on the show. <laughs> um, I Okay, so now you've shot one So we have one episode. full thing. Yeah, so the I, I shared with you, Pam, you were one of the first to see the, the sizzle reel. So uh, behind the scenes, to pull the curtain back a little bit for the listeners, we are working with a couple different people. One of those is a sales agent. Um, and fingers crossed, you know, the feedback has been very good. This so they're, is obviously they're shopping the episode around right now, right. So feedback has been amazing. Mm -hmm. But I, 
I don't like to jinx anything. And I obviously have been doing this for so long that like one day everything is great. And then the next day it's like, oh, that guy got laid off and the whole staff changed. And sure, now they sure. hate records. And, or there's a pandemic. Right. Or just anything like that. <laughs> so I am very much treating this as just like, yo, if it happens, it'd be amazing. But again, we have so much going on with the shop and the label that like this would just be icing on the cake. Um, well, the sizzle reel is only, Brian, 60 seconds. But what a great 60 so seconds. So it made me, totally made me <laughs> want to see more. And let's explain. A sizzle reel is like a coming attraction. So it's like basically, a sample. It's like a sample 60 seconds. It's like we want to hook the, like, you know, again, so you're... You want in, more. Yeah, you're an executive sure. sitting there going like, you get, you probably get like 20 of these a week, right? And you're going through and the quality probably varies and all these things. So one of the things that really, you know, people kept saying like, oh, when am I going to see something? I probably spent two months punishing the director, just being like, look, dude, it's got to be this. And because but you got to grab them in like the first five seconds. Well, and, that, and that was the whole I mean, thing. Like, it really was just like, okay, if you're on TikTok or one of these things, I was like, just cut it quicker, quicker, quicker. Yep. And, and I, I, I'm so happy with what, what we have achieved. So how long, how long is the first episode? So 22 minutes cut uh, like that. We have a, we have right now a season one Bible all set up that kind of plots out the okay, places yeah, we'd yeah, go. Yeah. Um, so we obviously, we have a Connecticut episode that we'd love to do. We have a New York City episode. There's a California. There's an Austin. Somebody's got to pick this up. I need to see this. I need to see this now. I want to yeah, see this. I, I want to see this sizzle reel. I, I Again, without jinxing it or pulling yeah. too much of the curtain behind, we have gotten such tremendous feedback that, uh, yeah, I mean, I always, you'll hear me say I always feel really blessed and I feel like this could really happen. Just be, Again, just the idea that it hadn't been done before was really surprised. There's a lot of things that are just like, how has this not been done? So I, I really hope that we get to make what this happen. What is the name of this reality so show? So it's Record Stories, and you can follow it on Record Instagram. Stories. Record Stories TV. Um, the Instagram has been a little slow for us to start just because we've been so sure. busy. But yeah, we'll be posting more content. And if I was going to guess, I would say maybe like fall of next year would be ideal. So right now, again, we're trying to get this uh, all picked up and sealed and then filmed and then be out uh, and without pulling too much. I mean, I do feel... So you're hoping to get this on, should I say, traditional television? Yeah, that's the goal. You know, I mean, listen, cable. I love streaming and stuff, but I I, yeah. I think that my demographic of vinyl community, man, you know, they're they're on the, the travel channel. They're on the History Channel. Sure, sure. You know, I want, sure. I, want a, I want a photo next to me and Rick from History Channel Pawn Stars, you know? So <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to yeah. put it into the universe by saying that. But yeah, I, oh, yeah. I, I genuinely think that this has a life at cable first and foremost because of mm -hmm. the demographic. And then I could definitely see segments of it being picked up for streaming and ingested in a TikTok way, in a more youthful way, like when there's something Taylor Swift-centric or an Olivia Rodrigo thing. But trying to just, again, focus on being like, it's really about everything else. It's not about me. Originally, the show didn't have me as like the host or whatever. It was really just kind of like, yo, all these record stores and whatever. But the more the director was like, I think it's got to be I, you, you I know? Think you make, I think you make a good host. I'm, I think, I'm I think not we sure because to... you don't talk much. You're <laughs> yeah, kind of quiet. Yeah, so. I've always heard that. Yeah, <laughs> I think you'd make a good host, and I think what we have to do is get some turntables in here and weave wow radio into this somehow, too. Yeah. I think that'd be great. Well, listen, that would be one of the, one of the episodes, again, when we're doing something in Connecticut, sure. is to show this because out of record DJing, what's the future of it? This is how radio is consumed. So, sure. So, yeah showcasing exactly. these little areas like i said to, to both of you radio to me was so important 
I used to record the songs and and wait, and you'd call the radio station oh, yeah. and be like, can, I mean, I have a distinct re memory of calling KC 101 and being like, can you play Ozzy Osbourne and Lita Ford's, uh, you know, Close Your Eyes Forever so I could tape it, you know, so these, these and they are, said no. I don't even know if the guy played it, no, to be honest. No, they, but they, I don't they, think they even allowed that Yeah, I don't even there. know if they did, Wait a minute, but they, they said call PLR. Yeah, yeah, they said call PLR, yeah, because that, that was the good era for but PLR. showcasing those kinds of things and how they've evolved to now, I think is so important. So that, again, if you're streaming and listening to us, you might want to know how this started. How What is the beginning of that? I was thinking about Jack White. He's got totally. his uh, own record label, so, and he presses the records himself. We were lucky enough to go there, me and Viv, when we went to Nashville. We got to go there, and again, seeing that was so much it influenced cool. so much my my store is already if you've seen it you know it's kind of it's very reminiscent of like over the top record sure. store but going there i was like okay now i need a mascot and we had a mascot made for the window and all these these things but yeah jack white and what he's doing over there is so much like if i ever won the lotto i mean that's the, mm. that's what i would do well, he can, he can probably afford a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, I'm sure he could. Hey, if he wants to build a pressing plant in Connecticut, let, let us know. We're down. That's season three, so. Jay Reason with Star Static Era Records in Milford. And, and I, so the, uh, the the show is going to be called The Record Store? It's just Record, Record Stories. Stories. Record Stories. Yep. Okay. Follow us online. Um, trying yeah. to think of a, 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 also known as The Vinyl Countdown. Um, I'm trying to think of what else... Okay, let's see. 50 states, 50 records, 50 states. I'm, I'm trying yeah, to we're gonna just what you could do to make it uh, extend that. We have season two mapped out, too, which is overseas, obviously. So, again, we're going into this oh, pretty, really? pretty right. planned so out. Yeah. Go over, over to Europe. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll put all my cards on that for wow, wow exclusive. So it's like season one is obviously United States. Season two is overseas, showcasing, like, Japan. Season three, Mars. So season three, <laughs> if we can do it. Outer and I'm gonna, space. I'm going to put it into the universe. Season three, if we can do it, would be... How do you get a pressing plant made in Connecticut mm -hmm. to press records in the state ah, yeah. and get some jobs going and get mm -hmm. some people back to work making cool stuff again? Jay, Jay, I want to, I want to vote for you for governor. This is, this is great. You're more than Listen, just a shout record. out to Ned Lamont. He came yeah. to our store. You saw the article. Okay, he did yeah, a press yeah, release yeah, there. So yeah. shout out to him. He's a vinyl lover. Nice. Um, I want to thank you guys so much though for inviting me here today. I had such a great time and it's I'll, our. It Pleasure. let me live my radio fantasy as a kid. I always, especially the setup. Like, if you guys have not seen the WOW studio, you should follow this on Instagram and stuff because it is the coolest place or come. I don't know if people can come down or whatever, but it's we, such we a cool setup. We will have cameras soon. Yeah, it is so cool. And I just feel so lucky. Like I said, I, I feel like I almost manifested it because I read about you guys first. And then it was like, Pam was like, hey, want to be on? I wrote right back. I was like, yes, let's go. Let's as do this. As soon as I read about, <laughs> I knew of you, but as soon as I read about the show, I'm like, oh, we have to have Jay. Got to do it. No, I was so excited. So are you going to shoot another episode so right now before the, you get the green light? Or I think the plan is right now. Um, I'm sure Paul will correct me after this interview because I'll have said something wrong. <laughs> but the hope is that we will get this episode to the people and sold, and they will just be like, yo, let's just get this filmed. Go for let's it. Let's get yeah. season one done. Like I said, we have three seasons planned. If we could even make one. Because, again, mm -hmm. I know that this is hard. This is harder than making a record. It's harder than getting signed. It's harder than touring Europe. But you know what? I've done those. It's harder than opening a store in the pandemic, but I did it. But you've done it. That's so I want to try. Why that. not? Yeah, you've, you've, Why got, not? you've got the what success ball is rolling. You've got su success avalanche going And, Brian, if it keeps yeah. me from having to apply for a job for a couple more years. <laughs> that, that's right. True, let's right, go, man. Job. Well, welcome to the real job headquarters. Yeah. <laughs> what would you like to do? I want to get out of here. Never mind. I uh, can mistake. I press records for you somewhere? <laughs> sure.
Uh, we have that's, room right over yeah, there. Yeah, that's great. Um, so you need to keep us posted on what's going Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Like um, I said, Pam, you were the first to, to see it, and as things evolve, you and Brian, like I said, we, and you know this, I, I really always believe in supporting the, like, local individual first. I, I've always been like that, so to be able to come here and do that, you know, we get asked to do a lot of stuff, and I don't always do it. Um, but this was so important to me. So, again, I just want to say thank both of you for that. Because well, thank, it is a, thank you a for stopping for by. Yeah. Jay, Jay Reason, I got a question for you. Yeah, Jay Reason, who runs Static Era Records, it's a record label, but also has the store. Right. It's in Milford on, uh, what's the address? 43 River Street. 43. It's literally right downtown. Like, right. it's right, if you're going to Stonebridge, everybody seems to know where Stonebridge oh, is, yeah. right? So, yep. it's right around the corner from Stonebridge. Yeah. Three three or four storefronts away from Cafe Atlantique. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's right underneath, almost underneath the river near tracks. City Hall. Yep. Right near City Hall, right yep. There. Okay, Beatles Black Album. Dude, it's like a five hundred dollar record. So, what? and this is one of those things that, like, again, I cannot wait for people to see this in the episode because the customer that we sold it to is this insane Beatles collector who has this amazing collection. So it's, I mean, you just see it and you're like, God, this makes so much sense. Wasn't well, so, Charles Rosene by any chance? <laughs> no, no. Okay, all right. Okay. Do you know um, Charles? Yeah. No, but I, I'm assuming if Ryan's mentioning it like that, it's got to yeah. be somebody hilarious. But so the, the black album what happened was we did, um, like I mentioned earlier, um, and these will be showcased in in some of the episodes. Is that like you know we went in and we'll go and do a house clean out, two thousand pieces. You know, sure, yeah. somebody unfortunately passes away, yep. and so we'll go and do that. And in this collection that we we bought was a ton of rare records and in that was a Beatles Black Album. So again, I have a... What, uh, what is the Beatles Black Album? It's what, all what, the outtakes from the White Album. Oh, okay. And, but oh, it's, ac it's across right. like four LPs and it's like no super... Kidding. I didn't even know it existed. Like we had to really research it. Again, in our store when you come down... Uh, Anything you see on the expensive side, like we've meticulously researched. Wow. I, I live in the town. Wow. I don't want anyone to, to feel ripped off or anything, you know. So this was one of those. I, I had a couple friends look at it with me. And then on top of that, we have a really good client list of like, okay, if something Beatles comes in or something Kiss, there's a list of people that before it'll even go on the floor. Very like, cool. Um, do, and that was auction, one of them. Do you auction these off to these people? What do you, you do? You know, we don't, man. We, no? It's a first come, first. It's like I treat it like strawberries or one of these old record stores. Like, you, you know, you just used to come in. And if they had sure. it, they had it. You got it first. If it was sold out, it was sold out. I mean, the lucky thing is we can special order and get things fast. But, yeah, we're, we're not a store that posts, you know, like you're never going to see like a bajillion stories of records and stuff just because... I kind of treat it the way I would want to consume it, and I'm like, who's going to flip through all that? Yeah, yeah. It's like, just come in, you know? We have it. If not, we'll order it for you. If not, I'll help you find it. But you'll get a good experience. I feel like everyone leaves there feeling better than they when they came in. So if, I just, the main if I just spray-painted a Beatles record black uh, and the album cover black, it... Uh, as long as you help me really... think of a new alias, we can go sell it, <laughs> okay, and then we'll split right. it. We'll split it with Pam, the three of us. Oh, we just bought this... Uh, <laughs> the ink is still wet. I don't wet. know. I found it somewhere. It was in it's, a garage. It smells like Rust-Oleum. It doesn't smell like a record. I'm actually reading about it right now. It's and, crazy, right? And it's right? called an unofficial compilation right. album of solo material by members of the Beatles. Mm -hmm. It was created by Ethan Hawke, the actor. Oh, interesting. See, and we didn't even know that. Became well. This is according to Wikipedia. Right. So mm -hmm. it's it's Lies. totally possible. <clears throat> uh, widely it became widely known as a result of its inclusion in the movie Boyhood in 2014. Huh. Hawke compiled the record to give his daughter on her 13th birthday. Um, so that. That's just weird. It's it crazy. Fifty-one tracks from Beatles members. Yeah, it's, it was like I said, Pam. This was across four LPs, and then there's a version. There's a three LP version and a five. Like, 
And Ethan Hawke, the actor, put this together for his 13-year-old daughter? I think it existed before. It what must a, have existed before bizarre. Ethan Hawke because yeah. the vinyl is definitely older, but he okay. must have curated a, a version of it, an unofficial. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because Weird. as far as we understood it, uh, it was like outtakes. And again, the, the kid, shout out to Doug Giggins, um, are like resident Mr. Wizard on the show. Um, the segments are actually kind of cut like that. I'll have to show Pam a little more footage. But um, Doug works in the shop. Doug and Austin, shout out to both of them. They really they really make Static Era Records, the, the retail side, happen. So if you have a great experience or you love it there, it, it really is because of Austin and Doug. I mean, they, they've put as much as I have into it, and it's it really reflects, and I'm so grateful to have them on. There have been a lot of movies over the past 20, 30 years on record stores. Yeah. I can't think of a title of a single one of them right now. Uh, High Fidelity. High mm, Fidelity, yeah. Good movie, yeah. yeah. Was, it, was that the Philip Seymour Hoffman? And John Cusack and yeah, uh, right. Jack Cusack, Black. Yeah. Have any of them really captured the actual essence of a record store? And you maybe, know, you should, maybe you I, should have these playing in your, in, I, in your store. I can't speak for that, but what I could speak is other customers and what they have told me uh, is that at, when they come into our store, it is a very different vibe from other shops. Take that as whatever you want. For us, again, you're, we're always going to say hi to you. We want to acknowledge that you're coming into it. Most record people, myself included, sometimes are kind of introverted. I'm going to kind of force that out of you. I'm going to want to know what you're listening to because, I, again, I want to make my store better. I want you to come back. I want to know what don't I have that I could get for you. And if I can make that happen and it's something that makes sense, like we're going to do that. And a lot of our clients have expanded because I've kind of cracked their shell a little bit being like, dude, what, what are you into? What do you like? What are you yeah. getting into? Yeah. You know, and that's super important to me. Is, uh, again, making people that, feel that's, welcome that's is, way is to do so it. huge. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that goes further than having sure. killer stock, to be honest. I think a lot of people come back because of the experience at our shop. Personal service, sure. Brian. Yeah. Not, we're not talking off the off the rack records here. We're talking about a, a custom tailor shop of records here. I just we are super I want curated, this show yeah. to get picked up now. Uh, Pam, thank, well, listen, having like can having we start your support, a petition, Brian. I, I want to see it. I would say having your support and giving us the early press has been is so helpful and the best you could do for us because between this and and uh, you know shout out to some of the other people who've done some online articles. Um, you know, this stuff really gives us a lot of ammunition to go to the agent, to go to these people and say, look, you might not understand it, but there is a demand. We're going to give you a, a high quality uh, product. Anyone who works with me or has bought something from our store or label, you know the quality of the show is going to be. So you have an agent that's shopping this for you? We we work with a company that has like okay, an agent. Yeah, that's my next, like, how do you even... That's what I said to the dude. I was like, but it's nice for once to not be the person on the hook. Because yeah. usually it is yeah. like, hey, how do we get the record press? Yeah. How do we get this? And I'm like, all right, that I could figure out. But ask me about a TV show. I mean, I had no idea mm -hmm. other than this is a cool concept. I think we could make this happen. And then just being like, okay, this dude's super talented. This guy knows what he's doing. I know what I'm doing. I think we could do it. Yeah. And it's just, like I said, it, I, I'm just enjoying the process and the ride because, again, tomorrow the entire staff at one of these places could be gone. You know, we've seen it happen a sure. hundred times. Sure. I'm, I'm thinking as a, uh, as a publicity stunt, you, you give away a record store. Oh Run your own God. record store. They can, they can have Static Era. Send somebody out to, send somebody out to New Mexico. They can have the retail yeah. side of, the, of our store if they want. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Jay, uh, Jay Reason, thank you. Man, it's been terrific. Guys, seriously, again, I know I just said it before, but I really do appreciate this stuff helps us so much get it done. Um, 
if anybody wants to check it out, Record Stories TV on Instagram. Uh, you can follow the shop at Instagram, uh, Static Era Records. If you feel like hearing me chat your ear off a hundred times, you can follow me at Jay Reason. I also do a podcast, and yeah, Pam, I never shut up. I could talk. Um, I could talk and ask questions forever. Ask Vivian. Brian, the quiet type. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the reserved to Jay Reason. Yeah, super us. grateful. Thank That's you great. both so much. Well, next time Our one of pleasure. us is out and we don't have anything to do, we'll yeah. just bring you yeah, in and let you talk for four uh, hours. And that's hey, great. if you guys go on vacation, I'll fill in, all right? <laughs> that's terrific. I don't think it overstates things to say that the Beatles were the greatest gift to entertainment and culture of our time. A secular religion, if you will, with their universal appeal and demonstrable impact on people's lives. I'm Robert Rodriguez, host of Something About the Beatles. With every episode, I speak with historians, musicians, artists, and Beatle witnesses, all in the service of fresh insights into the most joyous cultural entity the world has ever known. I hope you'll join me and listen to Something About the Beatles, now on Evergreen and wherever you get your podcasts.